What's up, everybody? It's another Sunday night. Um, we've made it through another day of NFL football. Back with uh, D Nice. What's happening, dude? You got the What's Eagles going on, man? rocking. I've got the Eagles hat rocking. Don't have an Eagles jersey. I've got the hat. They're four and zero now. Fly Eagles fly. A little bit dicey in that first half for us. But how about that first half bet? Actually, did get home at the end. Dude, of the day. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to happen, especially in that weather to go down fourteen nothing. So that was that was pretty good to come back from it. So yeah, for sure, it was fourteen zero, and I was like, oh, he just threw a pick six. I was like, I know that the Eagles will climb back in this game, but I didn't think that they'd you know put up another twenty points in the second quarter. They, That's right. Do it by halftime. They totally. have 85 points scored now in the second quarter on the year. So, like, I'm pretty sure that's two-thirds of their total points. But they, <laughs> That's pretty amazing. They they just rock in the second quarter. But 4-0, yeah. and they're our only undefeated team now. Yeah, they're crushing, man. So, well, hey, let's – uh, since we got kickoff coming up uh, in a big game here tonight, shortly, let's jump in. And, and since we have a few minutes before it, I know you are on something for tonight – so let's talk about tonight's game uh, just briefly. I know we broke all this stuff down earlier in the week, but for yeah. tonight and then tomorrow with San Francisco and L.A., uh, bets that you like uh, at this point still? For sure, yeah. So we'll get to the Rams and the Niners, and if Yanni hops on, he always is great at breaking down all of the NFC West games, right? But I, I need to find another couple with my Rams teaser because I had the Rams and the Broncos coupled together in a tease and Broncos, which I'm sure we'll talk Speaking about. Of it, it is awful. awful. Oh, 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 Fuck with that. Yeah, no, but um, I need to get the Rams into a tease again. So, but um, tonight I do have Tampa. I, I know that we talked on my podcast on Wednesday about we don't know where this is going to be played. If, if this is on a neutral Chiefs. I've thought through more and more about the spot. Tampa's at home. They have Godwin coming back. I think Julio is playing in this game. They have the guys coming back. They have Evans back. This defense has looked awesome. I laid it with the Bucks at minus 104 yesterday morning. I was predicting that it, it would tick higher. It has ticked higher. I, I think we're looking at two, two, two and a half and a half right now. Tick. It's still it's still, still echoing. Still echoing down. Down. It's all good. Damn it's all good. good. Hang on. All right. <laughs> we're, we're troubleshooting. We got to get Yanni. <laughs> difficulties. Here, you know? Sometimes technical fucking difficulties are a thing. Um, no, but I uh, do have, have Tampa tonight at minus two and a half, or at it is now at, at minus, minus one and four. And you got yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm on Kansas City minus two. Obviously, not a good bet uh, with the way the lines move. But I took that like a, almost a week and a half ago. Now, one of those things that I I wouldn't bet it anymore. But I'm not gonna hedge out of it. I'm just gonna let it ride. Uh, it's just one unit. So, um, yeah, here, let's, here, let's, Oh, nope. Oh. Still, I keep, <laughs> okay. He said one minute. So it might will, be getting close. One, one thing I will say about this game quick. I don't, I don't do this really often, but this is one that I actually am considering watching live as well. I think this could be a back and forth game. I know Tampa Bay's defense has been good, but I think that offensively they could go back and forth and there could be opportunities for creating, uh, some good lines, good lines on either, on either side. side. Yeah. Still yeah. echoing. Still fuck. Hold on. I know, but not as bad. <laughs> it's like a minor better, echo right? now. It's slowly, slowly getting, getting better. better. Yeah. Um, um no, so, so 
Tampa, uh, I do think like if you can get a live line on this game, like you might be able to get it both ways, right? So like yeah, I know that's that what I'm Tampa saying. Tampa on the money line. If Tampa's up like you know ten nothing early, if I can get yeah. an attractive price on the Chiefs, I'll just try to middle the thing. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, and then you were saying with the Rams, you're looking to tease that with something. We'll see if if we can get Yanni's audio worked out. Then we'll see what he has to say about that game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, sure. So, yeah. So I do need the Rams in a tease. I had the Rams and the Broncos tease together. Broncos, Broncos fall short. Fall. Like, what are the Broncos doing right now? Like, tell me, tell me what we should do with that team. But teaser wise, Rams. I think I'm going to put the Rams with the Packers next week because the Packers are favored by seven now, ticking up to seven and a half against the Giants. I know the Packers barely got there today, but that I think is a good little combo uh, to put those two together. But yeah. Tomorrow night should be a close game. Um, I don't have don't any have... wagers on the spread, but I do have do need to get the Rams in a teaser again. Um, I think it's going to be a tight game. I do like the over as well. That was at 42 and a half. I think it's still at 42 and a half. If you shop it around, you might even be able to do better, right? Uh, do you have any plays on this game, Tasty? I don't. I don't. Um, um... I'm thinking about the over as well, but I, I probably will just stay away from this one. Honestly, I feel like I don't really know what to do with this one because I think San Francisco tends to own them at home. Um, but I also think with uh, Trent Williams out and stuff, I'm not and Garoppolo and I'm not like super high on the Niners. So I, I'm likely to just stay away from this one as well. So, um, well, hey, let's uh, let's move on from those for now. And uh, let's let's talk about what impressed you today um what out of all the stuff we saw what stood out to you um as most impressive high level i think that's the most impressive we still have some echo on yanni right the eagles um of course are pretty damn impressive um i think that them scoring 20 points in the second quarter again that's just a thing um that happens i do think that the jaguars overall are still impressive to me they fought in that game they scored a late touchdown didn't really have a chance late but i think that they're a well-coached team a good defense and they have an offense that's continuing to, to grow. I think that they win that division because the Colts look lost. The Texans still don't have a win. Right. And oh. tight. I think it's not echoing. Can you look hear us? Giannis. Yes. What's up? Sorry, guys. I, you get, go ahead. D I think, uh, yeah, my excitement of being able to work a computer finally, uh, whatever, jump, jump back in. <laughs> Hey, sometimes it happens. No, um, I think that the Jags are still a team that we need to take a look at their lines. I think that they're going to be undervalued still. That being said, I'm not even sure what the price is for next week. But Jags, I think, are still a decent team. Teams that impressed me, can't say that the Packers impressed me. Um, just some notables, I'd say that the Cowboys all of a sudden now at 3-1 and one, and Cooper Rush winning all three of his starts, right? They're not dead. That pass rush from what I saw today, didn't see all of it, but looks good. And I know that they're playing Wentz, the commander's sure. But the Cowboys are, are creeping in there. And no, I don't expect them to take the NFC East, but they're a, a very competitive team at 3-1. and one. And then I think an, another notable for me also is just in Lions games, guys, just continue to bet the overs. Like they don't have a good defense. And regardless of who they're putting out there, it seems like they're moving the ball. And if you had an alt spread or an alt total of 91 today, you still got home, right? So those those damn Lions are, what, one in three now, right? Not not like a super impressive team, but 
I'm not taking any unders on those games at all. Yeah, I I will say quick, I wrote down two things that uh, were especially impressive to me, and the Cowboys defense was one of them. I know the commanders aren't good, but they continue to be pretty dominant. I mean, their line is terrible, uh, Washington's, but they had Wentz under duress on almost every pass play. He was throwing off his back foot. So I, I just, yeah, just to agree with you, I thought the Cowboys D was impressive again and continues to be. So Yanni, what about you, man? What was impressive to you today? Well, the Cowboys definitely was on my radar as well. Um, I think we we have to just, you know, accept that that defense plays really well. And, you know, the first couple of weeks, I thought, oh, maybe, you know, good matchups, maybe some things went in their favor. But you start watching and it's like, man, they just they play well together. They they get after the quarterback. The secondary is playing well. So I, I think that's a good call out. Um, I had a couple of things. I mean, obviously, pretty easy to talk about the Eagles, you know, continuing to roll. They got off to a slow start and then just kind of imposed their will and, and won that game. Um, but a couple of things that really jumped out to me really quickly, Saquon Barkley, um, you know, he really looks like the Saquon Barkley from his yeah. rookie season. Um, and, I, you know, look, they beat the Bears. I'm not going to get too excited about that. But when you can run the ball effectively like they're doing with him, it's kind of like the rest of their team doesn't have to do a whole lot. So I think that's something to keep an eye on. And then the last thing I have is a couple teams that we kind of buried at the beginning of the season, the Falcons and the Seahawks. And, you know, here it is. These teams are just they're fighting hard. They're scrapping. They're playing for their coaches. And, and you know, they're in these games. So I think that, you know, I kind of wrote them off before the season and said, hey, they're, they're going to be a, an easy W for whoever's playing them. And obviously that's not the case. I mean, they're out there fighting. And, and I think that impresses me when you look at those teams and you say, man, how the heck are they in them? Yeah, man. Um, those are, those are good. I'm, I'm with you on Philly. We've talked about them a lot, but I thought the word I thought of them for today was resilience. It's been so easy for them so far. So I think to go down and then fight back in that weather and D like you said at the beginning to even do it in a quarter, let alone a game um great stuff 20 points yeah 20 points in the second quarter um it's impressive for sure yeah yep well how about this guys uh one of the things that i was thinking about today is as i'm watching these games is there anything i'm seeing that's that is changing the way i think about a team like it's one thing to just have something stick out for a week but things can be fluky but i'm wondering if there's anything you saw today where you just go like oh man i might have to change the way i think about this team a little bit um, Yanni, you're, you're, you're uh, nodding. You have something that did that for you today? Yeah, and I think I, I've got to admit I was wrong. Um, you know, I was very high on the Colts coming into the season. And the reason I was high on the Colts is I thought they were going to run the ball just down people's throats, which was going to make it easy for Matt Ryan. And their offensive line just doesn't look good. They can't run block. They're not pass blocking. And, you know, that whole team, I think, is predicated on their offensive line and they're just not playing very well. And again, you know, you look through a week or two and you say, hey, maybe they're just not clicking yet. Maybe they had an off week, whatever. But it's time to just accept the fact that, hey, I missed that offensive line's not very good. They're probably not going to be able to run the ball very well. And as a result, it, Matt Ryan has to. We saw it to his last two seasons in Atlanta. If they can't have some semblance of a running game, He's a sitting duck back there, and especially with this indie offense without having a lot of explosive weapons. If they can't run the ball, they're toast. So for me, that's the one thing that I'm looking at. I'm saying, okay, I gave him the benefit of the doubt for the first month of the season, but I, I'm going to have to jump off that Colts train and say, you know what? My, my preseason read was wrong on them. Man, that's 
Yeah, that's big. I one of the things I had written down here is Indy and Denver might be pretty bad, and Matt Ryan and, sure. and Rust are actually a big part of the reason why, um, which maybe is even more shocking in Denver than it is in Indy. So, what about for you, D? Uh, stuff that w- sort of changed the way you're looking at any teams today? Totally agree on the Colts take. I think that there's four teams that I might have to look at adjusting how I rate them. The Colts definitely down and they might be like permanently down. Like this team might be a bottom 10 team. Like they, they just struggle to get anything going. The Broncos, I think that we got to put them down now. Also, they just don't look like a cohesive unit. Russ looks a little bit lost. I mean, he can still extend plays, but he's not the Russ of old. I'm not sure what we have in Hackett. It just might be kind of like a one and done. Could the Broncos still make the playoffs? Sure, like 10 and 7. And they have a decent D, but I think that that's a team that I had in teasers today confidently, didn't get home. The Falcons, I think, are a team that need to continue to not aggressively move up, but just know that they can stay in games. I had them last week against the Seahawks because it was really down on the Seahawks. But the Falcons just can get feisty. Um, they have some fun fantasy players too, right? Like you got Drake, you've got Pitts, fun team. And they took out the Browns today, which I know not a lot of people um, expected, but I guess that they were like a one point dog for a reason. And I even saw them as a pick at like 1245. So Falcons, I think are feisty enough that, that you kind of have to put them into the mix. And then the Seahawks also that I thought that the Seahawks were like a bottom two to three team. Let Russ cook. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Hey, it's not going to be an 0-4 start for the fucking Raiders. Or <laughs> the Raiders. So that's that's great. I didn't, I didn't bet on the Raiders today. I had actually bet on the Broncos. So that's what happens is that as soon as I bet against the Raiders, Arroyo gets a win. So so that's exactly what has to happen. Um, and then yeah, Seahawks, I think, are uh, a, a feisty team that you have to take a look at their totals also. Gino can move the ball. He's not a top 10 quarterback, obviously, but they can make some things happen. They can score points. And I'm even eyeing up a total on their uh, game next week against the Saints. Let me let me jump in there because I have uh, one of the things, one of my takeaways is on the other side of that Lions-Seahawks game. I mean, maybe the Seahawks are decent, but I just wrote down for my beloved Minnesota Vikings and Detroit, I, their defenses are bad like really bad. And I actually thought Minnesota's defense was like average and they're young enough that maybe they can improve and get to somewhere near the middle. But right now they're lucky that they played a a offensively challenged saints team today. And they barely hung in the game, even with that being the case. And then for the lions, I was just blown away that this Seahawks offense that has so little going for it was able to just go up and down the field and put up 40, whatever points at once. It was, I think the Lions are in way more trouble than I thought because of their defense. Like their offense is pretty solid, but I don't know if they let the Seahawks do that. I don't know what team they're going to play where they're not going to have to score 35 points to have a chance of winning the game. Um, And that's, that speaks to the overs D like you said, but I think it's problematic for the win total for the Lions too, if that's the case. I totally agree that, um, the Lions now have losses where they have scored 35 and 45 points and they've taken L's in those spots. Like those have to be two games Ooh, that you win. And if you have and if you have a win total ticket on them, Yanni's usually good at recalling this, but they were what, six and a half, seven or so? 
it's going to be tough to get there. Really entertaining teams. and They'll play high-scoring games, which the league needs right now and what we're kind of lacking. But it's not a team that I trust if they're laying any kind of points. If they're a dog in certain spots, sure. But you can't bet the Lions as a favorite, in my opinion. Yanni, any thoughts on that? No, I think you guys covered it. I, You know, this team, and we, we actually said this from the beginning of the season, they're going to score points. The question is, can they stop anyone from scoring? And I think we're, we're seeing that that's not the case. I mean, the interior of their defensive line is not good. Um, their secondary is not good. And, and, I mean, obviously, when you let, like you said, when you let Geno Smith kind of light it up that way, who, who's going to go? I mean, who are they going to stop? I, you know, I don't know. you got a home matchup against Geno Smith. You got to be able, at minimum, to hold them under thirty points, right? I mean, come on. Exactly. Let Gino cook five hundred and fifty-five yards for. Hey, Gino was cooking today, Gino man. Cook. So crazy. crazy. Uh, all right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's pivot and talk about next week. But I have before we jump into specific lines, I actually have a larger question. So even D, you said this earlier. You said it's been an unders league so far this year, and I think that's true. But Yanni, you said last week when we talked, I don't remember which show or anything, but you, I remember you saying, hey, at some point, is this going to turn around and are we going to start seeing more overs where it kind of comes back to the middle? I felt like we saw a little bit more offensive explosion today across the league in a lot of these games, even though not all the totals got really high. Uh, I felt like maybe a shift was happening and I looked ahead to next week and we only have two games that have a total of 50 or better next week. Only uh, six games are at 44 and a half or more. So we're seeing really low total set. And I'm just curious if you think that uh, we're going to start hitting a point here where we have to look at overs a little more. Or do you think this run on unders continues for the foreseeable future? You know, I'm still looking at the individual matchups. I mean, collectively, I feel like there will be regression to where we will see some more points. Um, you know, there were a lot, and, and maybe maybe I'm imagining it, I don't have the numbers, but it seemed like there were a ton of turnovers today. And I don't know, I mean, there was some sloppy weather in some of the games, and I mean, I think that probably played a little bit of a factor. But, you know, you see these games where teams are moving the ball, and somebody coughs it up, or, you know, you get a tip pass that gets picked off, and, you know... <laughs> And normally that sometimes can help the over, but it seems more and more right. like we're getting these games where these teams are in the red zone turning the ball over or yep. they're driving and they're turning the ball over. And those are over killers. So it, it remains to be seen. But I, I, you know, I don't know if you want to segue into next week, but I mean, I'm looking yeah. at um, I think he talked about it. I'm looking at the over in that Seattle and New Orleans game. And right now, yes, sir. Find, yes, sir. You can find a 41 on that. And I mean, you can find Seahawks, a 41. No shit. Yeah, really? You can find a 41 right now. And, and you know, that Seahawks team, like we said, oh, I, I know they're playing the Lions. It's going to be a little bit different when they go into New Orleans. But 41 points. I mean, that's, you know, 23 to 20 and you're getting over on that game. So I don't know when you look at the Seahawks defense not being very good. You look at how their offense performed. I think the Saints offense, they'll probably get, you know, a couple guys back next week. Heck, even today, they put up whatever, 23 points and double doinked what would have been 26. So I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at that and saying, I think there's still an opportunity to pick the spot with overs. We just have to look at where that is. And and I mean, in the interim, I'm still looking at individual teams and trying to play over-unders individually because of a little bit of this kind of, I'm going to call it an anomaly start to the season with just so many unders. Yeah, there absolutely have been. It's true. D, D, do you have any lines sticking out to you, things that you would say like, man, I'd think about betting that now before it moves? 
it's pretty funny, but the one thing that I had circled was the over at 42 and a half for Seahawks and Saints. I also bet the Eagles at minus five and a half, although you said that there's a five out there. I know that they're going west, but I think that the Cardinals are bad. But I think that, yeah, I'm not comfortable just blindly taking overs. I think it depends on how the teams kind of match up. But in this spot, we saw that the Saints, you know, could move the ball a bit today. I don't know if you get Winston back next week, but I don't know that it really matters. Maybe you don't need him back. Like if he's hurt, just let him sit and rest. And I think that to Yanni's point, if you have a total hanging at 41, we've seen that that Gino can move the ball. It's in a dome, so you don't have to worry about a hurricane or any kind of like Ian and, you know, shit like that. So I think this is a spot where you just take the over. It's ticking up to 43 and a half. I'm seeing it at uh, certain books right now. According to unabated on the odd screen, 42 and a half is still available at Fandle. So I'm going to punch that in right now. Unless I can find a 41, Yanni, is that a Bovada? Yeah, let me see. I had it up here. Let me see if I can find yeah. it. So just shop around for that best line. That I think is the most attractive total right now. Um, I was thinking about the lions and the Patriots, what to do with that one in terms of the, the total 47. I know that the lions are, are scoring mm. points and they give up points. That seems relatively fair though. It's in new England. I don't know what the weather is for next week. And the Pats are favored now by two and a half. I think the lions were a favorite this morning. So that I think is overall fair, but you know, check who's playing quarterback for the Patriots. Are they down to third string, fourth string, right? Yeah, right. I, I that was what I thought on that game too. Was I with not knowing the weather for sure? It makes me hesitant because otherwise, I actually would like the over there as well. I mean, what we saw from Detroit so far, and then even with second string, string third string, they moved the ball okay against Green Bay and Lambeau today. So I think they can definitely put up some points too, as long as the weather doesn't get in the way. So. Totally agree with that. Here's one more thing that I'm kind of thinking also. If Carolina does not fire Rule, which could happen tomorrow morning, that team is out on him. If they still have Rule, let's see what happens with the Niners tomorrow. I'm not scared of the Niners coming east. They're currently favored by four on FanDuel at Carolina. I think this will be Rule's last game if he's there next week. If he gets fired, we'll see what happens in terms of how the Niners look tomorrow night. But I think that this is a smash spot. Where say that the Niners lose tomorrow night, that's a. Hey, I don't know if we lost the. Um, if we did, I was just going to tell him that that forty one's already gone. Um, forty two and a half in that Saints and uh, Seahawks is the lowest I can find right now. So uh, that got scooped up pretty quickly. I, you know, anything under forty four though, I think you can still go over on that game. So at forty two and a half, I think you can still get in on that. Yeah, that was the best I could you find me too. Back. You're back. You're back. You're back. Tons of technical difficulties tonight, guys. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so, well, hey, let me let me give you two uh, that stuck out to me uh, that I like. So, one, I told D earlier today I took Philly minus three and a half at Arizona. That obviously is gone. Um, I did see a gone. minus five, though, and I still like that. I still, after Arizona getting a win at the Panthers today, the Panthers are a team that I have not been high on, mostly because of Baker. They continue to show that they're not any good today. <clears throat> there was that stat that, that I shared, like when they have allowed teams to score 17 points, they've lost, what is it, like 26 of 20? I don't know what it was. But their losing streak is crazy uh, when they allow any points. So I don't think that was a huge win for Arizona, and I think Philadelphia is so dominant. 
I think the first half is something we might want to look at for Philly again because they've performed so well in the first half that when that line comes out. The other thing, as hard as it is for me to say this after I just took a shit on their defense, and I think rightly so, Minnesota's minus seven against Chicago right now. And I think Chicago is really terrible. And it is in Minnesota. So I'm not necessarily sprinting to bet it, but I still think, man, at a touchdown or less, I feel like the Vikings should be able to cover that. The other thing, I was looking for actually something to add to it. Maybe this D is uh, when you were saying you wanted to tease the Rams again for Monday night. Yeah. I'd like to tease the Vikings down to a like minus one or a pick and add. That's exactly what I'm going to do. But I just wasn't sure yeah. what yet. Yeah, I would put the Rams in with the Vikings. You can tease the Packers also. Vikes, I mean, they're not taking their bye after the London trip, which is interesting. So that that's mm. kind of a bad spot. But but they're that's playing true. maybe the worst team in the league. So I think that even if they come out a bit flat, dude, it doesn't matter. Chicago's bad. And even if it's like 27-20, you still get a victory. I think that's that's playable at seven because I could see this being a blowout. We saw some uh, flashes of light from that team today, but I think that's an, an awesome teaser leg, Minnesota. Yanni, you have anything on yeah. that or anything else sticking out? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you that there's there's basically four teams that line up for teasers next week. I think Minnesota is probably the most logical for me because I think, again, they I, I struggle to see them losing that game. Um, the only reason I don't necessarily love the spread is really what D said, coming back from London, you know, that kind of a thing. I mean, you don't know yeah. how, how up they're going to be for that game, but I, I still don't think they lose. So I like them in a teaser. Um, the other teaser leg I like for next week is Kansas City. They're basically yep. a pick or, you know, minus six and a half against the Raiders. We saw them absolutely dismantle the Raiders last year. Now, am I expecting they win by 30 points like they did a year ago? Probably not. But again, at home, they should be able to handle business against the Raiders. I mean, they're going to have a tough game tonight, um, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. But there's a few other games really quickly or a couple others that I like. Um, I like the Jets getting six points against the Dolphins next week. Um, I I think that, I mean, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is most likely playing. And, um, you know, I think that 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 gives them, uh, I don't know, I just I think it's going to be a close divisional game there. I think the Jets are better than we probably think they are. Um, and I think, again, probably going to be a close game in my opinion, but to be honest with you, this used to be, you used to get laughed at in the gambling circuit. If you would ever lay double digits in NFL games. Um, but times have changed the last five, six years. Um, I'm not saying this with bias. I think that the bills beat the Steelers by 24 plus points next week. Um, you know, Cameron Hayward's going to be out. TJ Watt's going to be out. Kenny Pickett's probably going to be making a start there. I can't see Pittsburgh scoring in that game. So, you know, minus 13, yeah, it's a lot of points, but I don't think, you know, to me, that's a game that the Bills easily win by three touchdowns. Yanni, that's funny you say that because that was the other one that caught my eye and I was actually going to try to put a teaser in on the Vikings and the Bills right now. After looking them over, I'm like, I think that Bills line is the other one that is really attractive in that matchup. It seems like a 31-10 type win. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I... To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if it was worse than that. Just just because you need to get right. It's not like that the Bills lost today, but it was a sluggish win. And they had, I mean, they could have lost that game. But it's just an opportunity to just lay it down on the Steelers. And I think that, yeah, take them at that spread. Tasty, to your point, not a lot of people talk about teasing. But if you can get through critical, like 10 is actually becoming more and more critical. 
sevens are critical. So like if you can get the bills down to six and a half, why not? But yeah. I think if you lay the spread, that's totally fine too. Another point, and it's probably not super valid, but I don't think that, that the Titans are good enough to be laying points on the road. Flip side of that is that they're playing the commanders and the commanders are two and a half point dogs. Look, none of us like the commanders, but that's something that I'm just going to keep in mind. And I need to dig into that score today in terms of what happened. I think that Wentz had a couple turnovers again, but I don't think the Titans are a team that should be laying points on the road. So just keep that in mind for next yeah. week. And that's technically a teaser leg too, although I don't like getting, you know, too in bed with the commies as they call them now. So, <laughs> yeah, I think another interest that we could go on probably forever with this, but I think Jacksonville as a teaser leg is interesting too. They're playing the Texans at home. And if they are this good team that we're talking about, I would think that they should be able to take care of the Texans too. So that's one of those, I think kind of tests. Yeah. Do I think about Jacksonville differently yet or not? Cause if you do think that this is like an up and coming solid team, then they beat Houston at home. Um, yep. if you're not there, like even in me, it's like, okay, maybe I still have a little bit of doubt of how real this is yet, you know? So feels like a little bit of a test on, on Jacksonville. So, all right. Well, we're, uh, I know we're a little bit into the game here. It looks like, uh, Kansas city has already taken a lead even. So, um, guys, any last thoughts, uh, that we haven't gotten to that stuck out to you for, for this week or moving into next week before we wrap it up? I'll let Yanni go first. <laughs> Nothing big for me. I think, again, trying to get ahead of some of these lines, we see how fast that over in Seattle and New Orleans is moving. So I think, again, yeah, you know, the, get that now. Yeah, trying to trying to pick these lines off where you can, especially at the critical numbers. Absolutely. D, anything for you? Yeah, try to get all the lines at the best number that you can get right now. I like that over. I think I'm just going just to book it. I'm going to have the Niners at minus four if this is rules last game. I don't know if you got that piece before my internet cut out, but that is a spot that I think. Wait, one, other, one other quick point, D, to yeah. that point is you could still, as of I, earlier in the week, I think rule, Matt Rule to be the first head coach fired or not fired. coach game, I want to say was plus one – 95 maybe okay okay more around that now that might go down a little based on today's performance who knows but it, at this point i mean it seems other than a health emergency it doesn't seem like anybody would get the axe before him right like do we think there's a chance that he gets fired tomorrow is that a little bit premature because they're yeah. one in three it was an ugly loss and i've seen so much about how the locker room like he's just lost them so do you give him another think- week I don't think it, it, it'll happen and yet. I mean, I think they'll, yeah. you know, they, teams like to do that in front of bye weeks and different things like that. But I do think that when you look at the season, I mean, they definitely seem to be the team that would have the coach canned first. So, I mean, I think if you're getting around two to one on that, I, it's worth taking a shot at, in my opinion. Yeah, check those odds for sure. And I'm going to play the Niners at minus four. It's a late start, too. So, yeah, the Niners have to come east, but it's a late start at 405. And I think that's the last stand for Matt Rule. And the Niners could just smash him down. Let's see what happens tomorrow night, of course. But I like the Niners in that spot. All right. Very good. Well, that's uh, that's it for week number four. Already looking ahead to week five. Let's go enjoy some uh, Chiefs and Bucks, fellas. Let's do it. Take care, right. guys. I'll talk to you later. Later. Not a